0: hey this is bez stone and this is freya dietrich and welcome to the infinite relating podcast hello everybody hi welcome back so happy to be here we're really happy or i'm really happy to be back on our weekly schedule yeah while we were gone for a few weeks yeah it feels good to be to be in this realm discussing it all exploring yeah totally And I'm really excited about our topic today, which was actually, uh, the title of today's episode was given to me by an old friend of mine from like 20 years ago, um, who I used to live with and did a lot of connecting with at that time and haven't talked to deeply in probably 10 years and started, he started listening to our podcast, reading our posts and was super, super inspired and said, you know, messaged me and was like I have a great name for your next podcast episode based on something that we had said in a previous episode the us between us
1: mm-hmm. and he
0: was like that's what you have to talk about next so I thought okay let's do it it feels good it feels really good
1: and it actually feels as we're exploring um excavating the the pillars the foundation of what infinite relating is that that is it really addresses one of the core the core pillars which is the you me us totally in a relationship and honoring all three of those parts and i feel like that dynamic is something that i know i've missed in all previous relationships like really acknowledging the us
0: yeah
1: and the us is like a really safe expansive space to like grow and
0: explore yeah totally and there's oh there's so much i want to say about what you just (laughs) (laughs) said because i'm just going to say it now before i forget um you know Freya just said that what we're we're ex, she, we're excavating infinite relating it's not something that we're making up it's not something that we're <laughs> um I don't know what another verb would be for that but it's not even something that we're like creating it's right. literally like I think I don't remember if it was on a podcast or just when you and I were chatting you said we're like relationship archaeologists like yeah. we yeah
1: well because I, I was like why are people listening to us? <laughs> I, was, I was like, we are not designing this. We're not creating something right. new. What, how do we have anything to say? But then I felt it. I was like, no, we're, unco- we're uncovering, uncovering all of the truths, all of the things that are there that that aren't really there together in a cohesive way. <laughs> and like, these are the foundations of how do I have a healthy relationship with self and other. Right. And I was like, oh, so we're actually just going into all of like the relationship fucking messes that we've lived through and our friends have lived through and we're like digging out what's really there and what's really totally. important We're like excavating down to like nuancing like brushing the little dirt dust away yes. to get to like <laughs> the juicy
0: bits we love brushing the dirt <laughs> we do we love geeking out on that, on that level and I think that that struck me as so important when you said it well the first time you said it to me because I was like oh my god that's, that's totally true is it really feels like a something that already exists that we're discovering and seeing all the facets of. And yeah, like you said, peeling away anything that isn't it so that we can reveal what it is. Yeah. And then when you said it this time, specifically in this episode, I was like, Oh, that's exactly what, what I do when I focus on us in my relationship Mm. is it's that same quality that we're doing with infinite relating as a whole. Like I observe and I, sense you know and I you know the, the same way I don't know how archaeology actually works I know they have equipment <laughs> that can sort of detect whether there's bones down there or something
1: archaeologists let us know what we need <laughs> <laughs>
0: what equipment we need but I do think there is a certain level of intuition I'm a big believer in intuition in all areas even scientific areas and that through knowing um you know the ruins and for having done this archaeological job for example, before there's a certain level of intuition that's like, I think there might be a bone down there, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like we've been doing that with infinite relating where something will crop up for us in our relationships. And without saying this explicitly, you and I sort of start hunting after it. And we're yeah. like, okay, there must be, there must be a facet of infinite relating here. Cause we're both struggling with this. There right. must be, there must be something for me to listen to something for me to explore, to try to yeah, dust off, to up my attention on and to feel like feel for what's here. Yes. And I think that's exactly what I do with us. So, mm-hmm. you know, like you were saying, in infinite relating, one of, the, one of the things that's really rocked both of our worlds, I think, or at least for myself, is to really get that in infinite relating. And in all relationships, I think, whether people acknowledge this or not, there's you, there's me, and there's us. And there's actually three of us yes. here. There's not just two of us in a dyad relationship. There's three. There's me and all of my energy and my thoughts and feelings and needs and desires and history, and then there's you with all the same, and then there's there's a combined energy that what we've what was what, one of the things that struck me first in my current partnership was that our combined energy really had a life of its own. And I yeah. think I could say the same for you based Absolutely. on observing Absolutely. your relationship. I've unfolding. tried all the
1: different ways. <laughs> it, just, it just is what it wants to be. It is yeah. what it wants
0: to be. Yeah, and I think, it's meant to be. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like we've all had that experience at some point in our lives, I imagine. I know I certainly have, where try as I might to make a relationship work, it, I couldn't keep it together. Like, yeah. I worked so hard in past relationships to... You know, pull out all the stops to keep our romance alive and to keep the relationship going to make it be what you think it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. What it's to look like. And yeah. it just didn't work. And then I've had other times, even if it was you know, just a, a brief relationship or a hookup or a friendship or a job opportunity, anything where it's like, man, I keep trying to say no to this thing, but it keeps coming back. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. I can't seem to push it away. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I feel like whether whether someone believes in God or you know destiny or any it's irrelevant to me because i don't i don't necessarily believe in either of those things and some people might but like there's some human experience that i've observed that i think happens unequivocally happens and we don't know why it's just this this us thing where there's a combined energy between two or more people that has a life of its own where it's it is contributing to the course of the relationship um, it's not the only course. It's one of the three things right. that's contributing to the course of relationships. So yeah, we feel like we both felt like that is so foundational, to infinite relating, and has been foundational to our how we do relationships that we want yeah. to talk about it.
1: And as you're saying that, I can almost feel how. I think we maybe even subconsciously honor this better in mm. friendship relationships mm. because I feel like in friendships where there's a lot less Ooh, a directing, that. yeah. And I was thinking of like how it feels like with you, like we've only been friends for a year, yeah, which feels ridiculous because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine living without you right Aww. now. But because there's something that when we came together that it just, there was resonance, and it, it became this life of, and all we had to do was just keep saying yes to it. Yeah. And that, and I think people do that better with friendships, because there's, you know, there's less story of what you're supposed to create, and how you're supposed to direct things, and what it's supposed to be. We didn't have to, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, what's my relationship with Bez, and is it going the right way? Right. You know, I wasn't.
0: Oh, so true.
1: I, instead, I was just like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. I'm so excited. There's so much resonance here. Like, let's keep exploring. Let's keep exploring. Totally. So I feel like that's a great way to kind of, like, ease into mm-hmm how to, how to just allow the us, like, what Mm. is really here? What is, what is coming alive in me every time I'm near this person or think about this person? Yeah. And allowing that to really, um, just flourish and be.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that analogy of how in friendship, because some of that pressure and expectation, obligation, and contract that yeah. happens often in romantic partnerships we're like well now we've had sex so you owe me this type of treatment or you have right. to call me or we have to keep going or you have to show up for me in a certain way because of our romantic attachment it doesn't happen in friendships um though for some people admittedly it, ha- I, it, it, can. it, it can it can absolutely for some people but depending it, on
1: yeah maybe a slower growth to it yeah. or less it's a little yeah the energy is a little bit less intense, often less intense yeah, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Uh yeah, so I really appreciate that that we get to feel that, that it's easy. It can be easier to feel like, oh wow, I just met this person, but whoosh, like suddenly we're super tight. Yeah. Or I've had this friend for years, and we just are drifting apart, and like, we keep calling, we keep trying to set up a date, we right. keep on, but the you us know, isn't there. The us isn't there. The us has, is doing something else. Yeah. Um, and so I think that one one thing that would be useful, I think for me too, because. I love using this podcast to think things through more out loud, you know, because <laughs> I have an intuitive sense that I do of how to listen for us. Cause I, I can just imagine people are listening to this and they're like, okay, I really resonate with that idea of like, there's me, there's my partner. And then there's this combined energy between us that, you know, we, we recognize whether we know it or not. Like we right. recognize that it sort of is, it has a life of its own, let's say. Right. But like we said at the beginning, like that doesn't mean we just, It doesn't mean it's the only thing, you know, there's these three. And so I think it'd be worth it if it feels good for you to go into like, how do we attend to each of those, you know, in a relationship? Because... I'd like a better analogy. So if anyone knows of one or if you know of one or listeners, if you think of anything, I was talking to someone about it the other day and I was like, it's like a three-legged stool. I, I love, love this like, analogy. I mean, it's okay, but I think like, there could be something better. <laughs> but
1: it's like a sacred ceremony stool. <laughs> Ceremonial <laughs> stool. <laughs> A that we've excavated from the <laughs> stool. That we've excavated from the ruins. Or a sex stool. Ooh. A sex okay, stool. I like that. It's a sex <laughs> stool. Which
0: still doesn't sound very good. <laughs> I've never had sex on a stool. I don't, no, I don't even own a stool. I feel like and I don't know that a three legged stool is very stable either, so <laughs> I think that's a problem. A tripod. A tripod. Uh, There's something out there. There's something out there. If we think of it or if you think of it, please let us know. But there is a, three, a three-pronged a experience. That is really important <laughs> for the structural integrity of this. <laughs> that all of those legs be the same height. And I think that is why stool is a good analogy for now, even <laughs> if it's not very sexy, is that if any of those legs becomes shorter especially quite a lot shorter mm. then the integrity of the structures of the stool is obviously very off you know yes. like one of those legs shrinks like if if i shrink if he shrinks or you shrink or if they shrink or if um us shrinks then it's gonna it seriously change. it's gonna destabilize yeah. and you're gonna feel it yeah and yeah. you might not even know why right so this is what i would like to talk about is yes. like how do we attend to all of those legs of the stool yes and what do we do if they start shrinking? Mm-hmm. Let's figure it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have some ideas. Okay, yeah, I would yeah. like to hear your example of, like, what's feeling, like, resonant in your, maybe your partnership that,
0: mm-hmm. that yeah. this is. Well, I feel like for me, um, I guess the place I want to start, which I don't know why, but I'm just going to go with it, mm-hmm. is with you. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, well, I was thinking, actually, I didn't mean you, you, but now maybe I will. Now <laughs> like oh, oh, no, you, you. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually did want to talk about Freya, you, too. Okay. Um, but I think for me, one of, the, one of the primary places that I feel like I have shifted recently since really getting infinite relating and living that way mm-hmm. is in how I approach you. Yeah. So the you of the three. Um, in the past, I feel like I understood that my partner having their own life was really important. I understood that, you know, it took two sovereign or maybe I wouldn't have used that word, but two, you know, stable, autonomous, like self-possessed people to have a positive relationship or at least to be with me because I have a lot of self-possession and I got that. But I think what's changed for me is that how I attend to you Mm -hmm. has changed a lot. Because it used to be that I would go over there to the U-Leg and be like, how's it going over there? Like, how's your relationship with yourself? (laughs) Are you getting your needs met? Like. Should you go out with your guy friends? Like, Let why don't you join a you. men's group? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, should you be exercising more? Like, I noticed that you haven't been sleeping that much. Like you seem really stressed out at work. Like, wow, thanks, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> that's totally like I used to do that. Yeah, like, that's a really common dynamic. A lot. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't I didn't really understand like how how, how what, what did it mean to track? What does it mean to track you? my partner in a relationship without, yeah, becoming their mother, you know, without, without trying to control them and manage them. Yeah. And so one of the things that has really shifted for me in my current relationship and just through this body, through excavating, infinite relating is I really get that my primary, the primary way that I, make sure that the U-leg of my stool, because maybe there's even two stools, like he has one and I have one, and maybe they share a leg. I don't know. We We definitely need to go over something in a bottle. Like, it's a double stool Mm -hmm. with, like, that's, like, not to come in a sex (laughs) 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 stool. We're going to find it. We're going to go online and find the sex (laughs) stool. That's hysterical. (laughs) Wow, I'm distracted now. Okay. The you. Yeah. How do you honor the okay. you? <laughs> so the way that I do it for my stool is leaving plenty of leaving space yes. for him to have a relationship with himself. Yes. Like the opportunity for that to to occur. Right. Which has been so huge for me is that it's my responsibility to leave plenty of space for him to, you know, self care, take responsibility for his life, have. The habits and you know things that he needs in order to show up fully for our relationship for, or for himself, but what he does with that space, I have no control mm. over. Like, is not my responsibility to ensure that he's using that space well, right? Or to follow up with that even because you know? he
1: somehow managed to live his entire life without
0: you up to this <laughs> <Right>. point <laughs> to
1: such an extent that you were interested in this person. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> He's probably going to oh be okay. And even maybe great and wonderful. Even, I mean, so far, <laughs> he's great and wonderful. That's been working really well. Yeah. And I think, though, like, yeah, so for me, there's been a huge shift into, right, trusting. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's both. It's a trusting, extending trust that he will use his time well. But I would say that I've, I've even graduated from that to be like, he will use his time, period. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. he'll use his time how he does it. He does whatever he wants with his time. That's his business, not mine. And then my business is to um, attend to me. You know, that's when I shift legs, I guess. And to really notice, like, if habitually my partner, through me providing plenty of space for him to have a a relationship with himself and to keep the U-leg really stout, you know, if he's doing things that shrink the (laughs) U-leg or that, you know, are making him not show up in a way that works for me... Um, by ha- doing behaviors that are against my values, yeah. or that just are deal breakers for me, even that's when I, that's when I would say something. You know, that's when I get to react appropriately to him. But up From until that Yulin. point, yeah, up until that point, it's really my only, the only way that I attend to that arm of infinite relating or of the triad, the holy trinity of us and you and me, yeah. and like that. Is, holy trinity sounds prettier than a stool. Yeah. <laughs> But also, like, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not so really Maybe I, I know that might mean something to other people. Okay, yeah, we're still but, working on it. Right. Um, sacred something. <laughs> Triple spiral. I don't know. Um, but yeah, anything, his responsibility lies past that, past me leaving that space open. And I think, like, I was just modeling through my incessant uh, <laughs> management previously is that there's ways in the past that I would shrink the U-leg by um, control. You know, trying to control his behavior or by not leaving any space for him to have a life of his own. And how do you leave space? How do you give him space? I'm curious. Oh, such a great question. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like for me, um, part of it, part of how we do it, and this is going to be different for all couples, but we take a lot of space apart. Mm. And that's really something that he has driven more but that i realize i actually really need and like i just some of my um habits would my my like lusty more 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 parts yeah wouldn't necessarily exactly book that book in that kind of space for myself and then i would eventually like burn out of connection and pick a fight or do something to sabotage it and so he's much better at sort of catching that ahead of time so we take a lot of personal space in our connection um we don't live together. We don't ever plan to live together, even if we're together forever. Mm. You know, we even if I, we can't think of a scenario yet in which we'd want to not, which which we want share a house. Um, we yeah, we don't sleep together every night, and and for me, that's been essential for both you and me, for him and me. Yes, you know, yeah. because I also need to provide myself that same space. You know, if there's no time apart. Even psychically, because some people like to live together and everyone would need a different amount of this psychic space. But if there's no physical or psychic, emotional, mental space, then there isn't, there isn't the opportunity to cultivate that relationship with myself or for him to cultivate that relationship with himself. It's yeah. like, I don't spend any time with myself. Just like if we don't, you and I don't spend any time as friends, like our friendship is going to wane. Yeah. Well, where's my edge? Where does Freya end and Bias begin? Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So I feel like, like any relationship, his relationship with him and my relationship with me requires attention, which requires time, which requires presence. Yeah. You know, which is, again, so that's something that I do with me. But the Mm -hmm. time, the presence and attention, and like whether he chooses to do that with the space that I provide. Again, it's not my business. Um, right. He might spend it in ways that I judge to be... Um, I don't know. <laughs> the only words I'm thinking of are horrible. <laughs> like stupid. A waste of time. <laughs> I feel like this is a vulnerable... Very judgmental. Uh, yeah, yeah. episode But I might judge... Uh, the way a, a hypothetical theoretical partner, I actually don't feel this about Max, but I also don't spend a lot of time. I don't spend hardly any time thinking about what he does when he's not with Great. me. Great, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think about it. He does do different things with his time than I would. Yeah, um, but that's because he is a different person than me, and I I trust that he's spending his time. Doing something positive for him, even if that positive thing would look like something that would be negative for me.
1: And I feel like it leaves room for that continued curiosity. Mm -hmm. Like, when we meet someone, like, for me, part of, like, the lust and the love is, like, I'm so curious about you. Like, what do you do and how do you operate in the world? How do you human? How do do you you process and how do you feel? And when there's that space and they're doing something that we're not managing or controlling we get to, like, when we come back together, we get to be curious about, like, oh, why would you choose to spend your time that way? Mm. Don't Like, help me to
0: see. Mm. So I I love how that keeps that alive as well. Yeah, right, that real deepening of self, Mm
1: -hmm. which is
0: the part that we fell in love with at the beginning. Right. But so often in my past relationships and what I see all over the place is that we actually end up, like, chopping away each other's (laughs) self, ourself, and themself, and then we're not in love anymore, and it's like, of course we're not in love. Like, we're these half people who aren't attending to our own needs and who, you know, we've, we've like carved, we, we've so like diminished each other. Yeah. You know? We've lost that aliveness mm-hmm. and like what, what excites us to be in the world? Yeah. 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 So I would say I give space by physical, physically, like yes. not being okay. together all the time and by psychically, you know, not, not thinking about him all the time or, or not, um, like providing ways that we aren't thinking about each other, you know, right. by having our own experiences yes and then also I feel like it's an energetic thing too which I know can be kind of woo woo for some people and maybe make sense to others but I feel like I also like physically because I'm a real body person so everyone probably do this differently but I kind of like put a bubble around myself Mm. and I'm Mm. like this is mine and then I see him over there and I'm like that's his space and like he's 100% responsible for his experience of life I'm 100% responsible for my experience of life I leave plenty of space over there. You know, and I, I might even picture like a field out there, a field of stars. That's more what I think of. That's his zone. And it's really big. Like, I yeah. intentionally make his zone very large in my mind. So that it's like, he's got a lot of space. I'm just picturing him, like, spinning <laughs> oh, under the sky. With his arms oh, out. He's yeah. so cute out there. <laughs> he is so cute out there. So you get to love him out there in the Total. wild. exactly. Yeah. And I think if, if I was like, okay, you know, Max can have his own space, but it's like an 8 by 8 bedroom, you know? Right. Or it's like this little tiny, you know... Hour, it's like no. I want to leave. There's so many things he could do wrong, and he better not do the wrong things. Yeah, Yeah, it's so constricting. So I think for me, that that's what feels like my responsibility. And and times where you know is to not tighten my grip to just leave leave all the space for him to do, and then what he does with that is his is his deal.
1: And I would even say part of the space you're giving each other is exploring your dynamic your Mm -hmm. your openness in your relationship Mm -hmm. like that is that is another exploration of that space totally that yeah that everyone has very different um
0: desires and tolerances for right but that is a play in that space sure right in terms of right interacting with other friends other lovers other potential lovers ourselves absolutely yeah totally it's not thanks for saying that it's not just like self-time um Connection it's connection with others. Yeah. And
1: what, yeah. Because I was even feeling that this week with my partner. We're going to call him Lee. Lee. My partner nice. Lee. <laughs> and feeling into like the, the space he takes and I think trying to work on, you know, I guess poly type agreements. And it felt really important for me to, for him to have some freedom that it wasn't like a line that I drew. I was like, no, this is the Freya line and you can't cross mm. it with somebody. I was like, I, I love who you are as an independent person and I love the way you love the world. So i as part of that spaciousness is I want you to feel free to like say yes to every live moment.
0: Mm. And that might
1: mean connecting with somebody else in another way. Yeah. Um, and, and then checking in what, what is the me part? What can that tolerate versus like what it honors the us and the you part? So yeah, I think those are important pieces of that spaciousness. Yeah. Just exploring those together and holding all three of those things when we kind of feel into like our edges and what, <clears throat> what feels safe in that spaciousness.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's so good. I love the way they all work together. Yeah, let's talk about me. Me, yeah, yeah. I think the me, me
1: is really ties into my personal sovereignty. Mm-hmm. If I am not, I'm like I'm, I'm in love with being in love. Yeah, <laughs> it feels really good, and part of me <laughs> wants to honor the part that kind of gets lost into it, mm-hmm. and that feels really yummy, and in order for me, for me to really enjoy it and really feel it, I need to stay connected with my sovereign center. Yeah. And so this me spaciousness, it, it's really important. This is where I, like, connect back to my truth. This is where I connect back to me, like, trusting myself that I've got me. And that, that I mean, that can be in so many practices. But, yeah, it is space away. It is connecting to the things that are important to me outside of the relationship Mm -hmm. like a podcast or going to dance or being with my kids like that's those are all and I think those are easy to kind of like when we get into a new yummy relationship it's easy for all of that to kind of fall to the background but really taking the time to like oh this is what feeds me this is this is what helps me stay connected to my truth Yes. Which is who the other person fell in love with. Yeah. If I become a non-person, then then there's nothing there. But so, yeah, finding those practices, meditation, um dance, wh-
0: whatever it is, like yeah. I want to honor. I'm a continuing growing being that is separate. Totally. Yeah, and I think, yeah, when you said stay connected to your truth, it's like the reason to do that. In addition to everything we've already said about like yeah that's that's the person they fell in love with that's how I stay safe you know yeah. is that I maintain my center but in terms of using you me us to navigate a relationship um for me that the the me part is really about desire you know it's mm. like the reason to have my practices in terms of like uh it, the additional reason I guess because yes there's like my self-care and my you know keeping myself safe sovereign and like autonomous, um, and having my own life, which is so important because then the relationship lives inside my life instead of my life living inside the relationship. Um, is that then, then I know what I want, you know, then I know what I feel, I know what I need. And through that, that relationship with self, I think when we don't cultivate, or at least when I don't cultivate my personal practices to keep the me part alive, then I don't know what I want and I'm not able to help Guide and steer the relationship to where it most wants to go in a way that's healthy for me, in a right. way that's pleasurable and fulfilling for me. Because if the me leg is short, then my navigation's gone, you right. know? Right. And obviously,
1: not even just the relationship, like all your creative forces in totally. life, yeah. they need to be connected
0: to that desire. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a prime way that I keep the me leg. The proper height, <laughs> well by, developed, yes, girthy, shapely, <laughs> nice calf definition. Um, is by yeah, is by bringing what I want to the partnership, and that is my. Mm. I believe the responsibility of the me leg, the me part of this triad, is that it's my part of how I fully embody that. That part of the of the triad is by being. Being clear with myself about what I need and want, yeah, and then voicing it to my partner when when it's time, you know, yeah, and knowing yeah. when it's time too, you know, That's... and knowing knowing when it's time to to speak up and when it's time to just hang back. And I think this is when this conversation can get a little. This stool is now spinning through <laughs> <your face. laughs> oh, my mind. Keeps trying to picture this, <laughs> but because because. um, so the me leg for me is like, I, I need to know when, it's my self-responsibility to know like, what do I want? Um, what do I need? And then when to voice it, to me actually feels like me tuning in with all three.
1: Yeah. Because
0: something might be coming up for me, but because I'm committed to leaving plenty of space for my partner to have his own reality and his own experience, his own life, and because I'm committed to us, which we haven't talked about as much yet, but we will, there is an attunement to all three that's like, is this for all three of us is now the right time right. to broach a certain topic right, or to have a certain experience or to input new energy into the connection. right? And I think this could, especially an easy example to see this would be in a poly relationship where there are times when adding a new partner, a new lover, a new sexual experience is just not appropriate right and anyone who's paying attention I mean maybe this sounds bitchy so I apologize but (laughs) my judgment is that any anyone who's really attuned I wouldn't you know that sounds better and tapped into themselves feeling their partner and feeling the us um there's just an inner sense of like now is not the right time right And that's been really huge for me because I can be a very selfish person who's very I'm in double Aries and I'm just like me 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 you know and so for me to really tune in with with the relationship and be able to feel like he's at work right now. This is real basic, you know, right. Right. He's at work right now. Like I have, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little, um, ungrounded and like we're in a time of spaciousness, like the us, even for this hour, for this day or for this week, like, cause we did like last week or two weeks ago, whatever. Max and I took this intentional, right, some intentional right. time off, which I think I talked about last week. That would wouldn't be that would be like for me to for me to try to push forward the me agenda in that moment without tuning into us and him. Right, it's going to grow the leg too high, which also makes there the stool unbalanced. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I feel like I want to acknowledge like, this is a practice. Yeah, the attunement. It might not be there at first, or it might not be there always. It's probably not going to be there always. No, yeah. But sometimes you just kind of have to lean into something a little bit, and then you'll you'll feel when it's wrong. You'll feel when it's off, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like that's yeah, that can be kind of part of a, part
0: of that calibration. Totally, no hundred yeah. percent. These legs are always shaking, growing. <laughs> right? I'm like obsessed with this analogy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Now the stool is spinning through his face. I can see it. I need a computer animator out there. Can you help us out? Uh. But it's true. Like the only way we find, and we've been talking about this a lot with jealousy. Yeah. About the only way we find out what our edges is, is by having that little zing when it yeah. gets
1: pushing, exploring, yeah, exactly. P- pushing those Where it's edges. like,
0: whoa, okay, that's. I thought that might be okay, but whoo, that's. I'm needing to slow down. Like, right. And how do we know if we don't ever venture outside of the super, super, super safe? zone into the like yeah edgier zone right then we don't know and then one of the foundational um I love the relationship bill of rights that was part of uh more than two the book and even though I know that now there's controversy with one of the authors I still find them incredibly useful and the right to make mistakes is on there and I think that's just what you're talking about is like we this isn't the the game isn't like hit it perfectly and if the stool tips like you fucked up it's like yeah, we're gonna I think I know. I think I think
1: I've done the work and this feels like it might be, but let's try it. Let's, let's try. try it and trust that we try. care enough about us.
0: Yeah. To work
1: on repair if we if we get it totally get it right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, segue into us. Segue into us. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think the thing that I've been acknowledging is Lee and I've actually used the you me us analogy a, a bit, and it's like a really great check-in. Um, there's some things that he I, like I can think of that he did that felt that he did for us that felt really loving and safe. And if I felt like he was doing it for me, would have felt a little off balance or would have felt mm. like I now I am obligated to respond mm. in some way. Yeah. And so kind of like in the beginning of our partnership where he had some conversations closing energies, and it was making space for the us. And that felt really loving and it felt like beautiful intention for what we were trying to create. And it didn't feel like it was like, I'm doing this for you. So now you have to like, mm. you know, jump it or whatever. Like, it's just so acknowledging like, even some of the times like conversations we've had, like we're like this, there's a commitment to, to us. Like we yeah. honor the us. We're excited about the us. And we want to see that. And it feels like different energy than
0: than me doing something for you, necessarily. Totally. totally. It's like yeah. feeding the partnership. Yeah. Yeah, honoring yeah. the partnership itself, honoring the, the... Because the us, to me, the magic of it is that it only exists between two people, like, or more, right. you know, but let's just say two for now, for ease. Um, And and it's it's like the combined energy of you and me, you know? Yeah. And that is so magical and so worth tending to and so unique in that I could and I think this is especially really important in poly dynamics that like the us between me and max and the us between me and a a different lover Mm -hmm. is totally different. It is. It feels different. The quality is different and it's going a different place and it's, it's lifespan might be different. Um, it's needs for, you know, connection, the sex between it's different. You know, it's like, yeah, there's so it's this magical creation that sort that just happens to me when when two people come together, um, whether we like it or not, there's right. An us. There's an us, yeah. And it, yeah, like I said, it, it has its own life force, and
1: right. we, if we just stay out of the way, it can be this. We it can really grow into some beautiful
0: depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and to really, I love that. Like, um, for Lee and for you and for all of us to be, you know, intentionally listening to us, um, honoring us, like feed, you know, nourishing us, like. Yeah. And I think in my world, this comes up when sometimes, um, because in general, like I was saying at the beginning, like Max has, has naturally a greater need for space. He's, he's much more introverted than I am and just has a different energy system. Right. And so there are times when, um, he, he has expressed this, that he might, um, want, space or we don't like the word space but he might want some self time let's say but he can tell that us needs Mm. connection and I need connection also but sometimes I need connection let's say in that moment I'm like I want to hang out and he's like man I really want to go home and just like be nesty because I haven't done that in a few days and then it's like tuning in with us is maybe like the (laughs) tiebreaker yeah we honestly tune in with us it's like woo, yeah us is feeling a little wobbly and like I think we actually do need as much as I might want some solo time or I might want to go on a vacation or I might want to go have sex with someone new or I might want to, <laughs> whatever. Right. Like when I tune in with us, like us actually isn't, that's not what us needs. Like right. us actually needs to go slow or us needs space or us needs um, more edginess. Because, you know, it could go mm, any direction. Right. Where yeah, like us is kind more, of bored and us is like, come on, you guys. Yeah. Like, And I guess I felt this with you and me, with Freya and and I, um Me. <laughs> got that right. is that i feel very attuned to you me and us in terms of infinite relating so mm. we have we have a friendship but we also have a relationship in terms of being the lead archaeologist for the infinite relating <laughs> project and there and i'm more um fly by the seat of my pants, like, look, let's just leap and make it work, person, or that is how I am, and then you have expressed, I mean, you could speak for yourself, but just being more, wanting to have things more together. I want to, yeah, I want to have a plan or idea before Mm -hmm. we jump in, yeah, 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 some idea. And so, for now, or or I, at least, I'm, I'm aware of the times where I have tuned in, both with myself, to be like, well, my habit is just, like, before this podcast, it's like, you know what we're going to talk about but i'm the one that hits record yeah and i and i so that's one small example but also with infinite relating in general i i feel like i've been tuned into how powerful this body of work is and yes. how much the world needs it yeah when this many people talk to me literally every day and right. are like this is this is resonating for me i've never had words for it thank you so much when's your next podcast like where's your workshop i mean people are re- right. like it's it, me, has, it has its own life. Yeah. And it it wants to be birthed. And yeah. so part of how I feel like I've attended to our triad is there are times where I have, I wouldn't say that I've pushed you. I mean, you can tell You've me. You've invited me. I think. But like, I've I definitely like, been like... You're strong lead. Yeah. The I'm yeah. like, we're doing this. Like, it's because us, to hold back would be a disservice to us. Like, right. this thing is happening. It wants to come into the world. We're not totally right. ready in finger quotes. Like... I don't know that anyone's ever really ready. You can feel that Freya might be feeling a little intimidated. But
1: yeah, but you're like, you know what?
0: Freya can step up into it and attend to that. Totally. Yeah. But, and, (laughs) I could also imagine pushing it too far, which, again, I have have, and want to do in my previous lives, um, and being like we're going on world tour for infinite relating. <laughs> and that would be off. That would right. be going against both us. Cause it's not that big yet. And also you, because that's right. not actually leaving space for you to get at least some of your needs met, right? Right, which is like right. <laughs> not going totally, you know, full bore, like right. out of the gate. So yeah. I think even in, I, I really appreciate that. And I appreciate that sometimes one of the partners is like, um, the one that might be like, like, and Max does this for me again, Max, Cause he does listen to these and then we talk about them after. <laughs> <laughs> so Max does so many things for me. Um, not just, not just provide the opportunity for, you know, selfhood and self time and self care. But that seems to be what I'm noticing about him on this episode and appreciating about him. So there are times, like I said, where I'll be like, Hey, I want to hang out and I want more and like, yeah. Oh, I get grabby. And like, I want, you know, I want more. And, and through tuning in with us, even I can tell, Oh, this isn't the time, like we mm-hmm. actually need a night off, right, um I can tell, but sometimes he'll be the one to actually say it, you know and right. be the one to be like, "You know what, babe, like I fucking love you too, but you know, I'll yeah. see you tomorrow, yeah, and I think that that, um, so the same with me that like I believe that you can feel like, holy shit, like infinite relating is like it's it's doing something it is, yeah, but I can be the one that's like, yeah, let's meet, let's go, you know, right. let's meet it let's let's just put the website yeah. up, and we're gonna we're gonna pitch teaching a workshop at a festival we're just gonna do right, it you're
1: in it'll be great
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I just want to appreciate that for, for when that happens that I think my experience and I'm interested how this is for you isn't as much as both partners are tuned in with us mm-hmm. it isn't always that doesn't mean we're always like perfectly in agreement about everything
1: absolutely! i'm
0: tapped into me and you and us and like oh there's nothing to talk about anymore because we're all just these like you know
1: a tune flow (laughs) exactly like it's
0: not necessarily like that um but i do but i do think that it also does take both people tuning into us um, absolutely even if one person tends to be the one that's or that we alternate like who's who's speaking up about the needs of us
1: yeah yeah no that feels very relevant and and I think it's that, like, coming back to calibration with self and our truth, it's, it's like, I might not always know, so I'm, I'm going to say yes, because, yeah, this feels great, and I'm excited, but at some point, there might feel like, oh, nope, there's my edge, and now I need to actually back off Mm, a little bit, right, and that, yeah, that feels, it's like how we're learning to attend to all three of those things,
0: yeah, totally, yeah, yeah, and I'm really thinking about this, like, um, gosh, I guess, I don't know, I guess this is worth going into for a second, I feel like I'm thinking about gender roles, actually, which in that, is sort of a topic hmm. that I don't know how much we want to broach, but it seems appropriate right now in that, like, um, it, does t- it does, in our culture at least, often fall on gender lines, and the binary gender lines at least. And I think maybe we could just uh, talk about it in terms of that often somebody is more attuned to the need for closeness maybe and is just... more drawn to that and somebody is often more attuned to the need for spaciousness and and might be drawn to that um and I think that can be important for me because as a woman who does it can be annoying to to be the one that's always like hey you know I feel like we need more closeness like I feel like we need I feel like our relationship is suffering I feel like um our you know, can we, can we hang out? <laughs> like, right. I mean, and I've been in relationships where that was like, I was, I felt like the only one doing that. Right. Um, right. which was super, super painful. And so I think, I guess I just, I, I guess I just, it feels important for me because our culture is so like, is often so masculine dominated. Mm-hmm. And like, we've even talked about this in terms of like sovereignty is this real buzzword and you know, how to be independent and autonomous is like something that is so coveted even in like spiritual growth circles you know in this way that i feel like is is problematic that it's really beautiful really important and really essential to any healthy relationship to be able to say like us actually needs more closeness right now and i need more closeness right now and to attend to us like we need to do some connecting and like we need some time together and we need yeah to attend to like our softer parts or Um, we need to fall apart together. Like, you know, like something that's, that it's, um, I can feel like there's a polarity of the masculine feminine, Mm -hmm. like the softer feminine.
1: It doesn't have to be gender necessarily, just, but those energies. Yeah. Yeah. And I can even feel that like this really happened in the last 24 hours is we, Lee and I went from like, okay, we're taking space. So he can connect his truth to, oh shit. No, something really needs our attention and taking space would actually not be very honoring of the me and the us. And so we kind of recalibrated and, and decided to like spend the night together last night, even mm-hmm. though it was in his kind of like space-time. And then this morning, after really being able to ground into each other, I felt so supported in the me and so supported and loved in the us. And and then like the best thing for us, and especially at this this morning was like okay now we can separate but yeah so it was like moving through all of those like how do we really attend to all of them even even we might be on one trajectory of like okay we're making space and this way you have you time but also tune into like actually the the me and the us needed a little bit more nurturing right and that felt really vulnerable and really scary and really great yeah (laughs) like exactly what it all needed to be and yeah Yeah. and I was able to soften into that feminine like okay this feels really terrifying and I don't want to even admit that I have needs in relationship it's the new skill I'm working on right Uh, as part of my sovereignty as part of that softer sovereignty it's not the strong independent sovereign it's the softer um Yeah, more vulnerable sovereignty, but yeah, it was really felt really good to alternate through those different um, legs of the stool. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think I think why this is this was worth bringing up to me, just this last little gender piece or gender norm Mm -hmm. piece, is that I think that because of my sort of revulsion for gender norms and being pigeonholed and stereotyped as, like, a woman, finger quotes, which I often haven't even identified with, you know, as strongly um, and been sort of confused about, like, you know, what it means to be a woman. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) But um, it's, it's, I guess I just want to, like, permission myself more than anything that just because it's a stereotype, like, doesn't mean it's not important you know, right. Just because the stereotype is like, he needs space. And like, she just wants to cuddle, you know, um, that it's okay to actually the both, both of those are essential. Right.
1: Yeah. You can honor that part of you. Totally. And ideally
0: it does, you know, in my experience, it's been very satisfying in my partnership to have that rotate where, um, we do lean, we, we both genuinely want deep connection. We both genuinely like autonomy. Like this feels very accurate. Um, but I don't know, that just felt important. It feels important for me because I think we're so conditioned around those stereotypes and and kind of how bothersome they are that like, oh, he's always trying to get away and she's always trying to pull on me and like be needy. Like, you know, how important it is to actually be like, no, those are like exalted, beautiful facets of a healthy relationship that perhaps one person embodies more than the other. And so instead of you know, when, when a partner is wanting closeness or wanting space, that really all they're doing is like playing that card for the relationship. You know, it's like I'm providing this vital nutrient for the relationship. And the more I see it that way, instead of buying into the really hurtful stereotypes of the, in the U S at least of like, yeah, he just wants to get away and she's just this burden to him, you know, which is at least how that I've ingested some of that, those gender roles, um, yeah to really get like oh my partner's making this like sacred offering that does maybe come from his masculine um and it's valuable and it's beautiful right. and there's a holiness to that offering instead of just like oh no he wants to get away and he's sick of me well, it's I, like oh he's bringing sacred space into the relationship and i'm bringing sacred closeness and we do yes. switch on this too yeah, for sure yeah right but, and i think i think this is an important
1: piece of of here we are, we're trying to, you know, excavate or create something new, a new way of relating that feels really juicy and safe. And so we initially kind of throw everything out that didn't work all of those mm-hmm. old paradigms because they they hurt us in so many ways. But it doesn't mean we can't selectively bring them back in ways that are really nourishing for us. And so we can say, yes, I reject that gender norm. I reject that stereotype. I, part of me, like, is revulsed, like, I get, like, by that any neediness in me. Because I've been trained so much, like that yeah. is, like, the, I don't want to be the codependent woman, but I can gently invite those pieces back that that are essential, beautiful, valid, sweet, tender parts of me yeah. that nourish me and nourish this connection. Yes, yeah. So it's like it, it's like with intention,
0: yeah. like
1: bringing those pieces in and and honoring them. Yeah, this is either of your requests for space is is a like sacred request to honor this and either of your desires for connection is like a really valid
0: sacred piece as well yeah oh so much yeah yeah I feel like we're um we got we we close up our time here but I think that oh I know I'm almost like wondering if there's part two or maybe you know maybe in the future there is because I'm just my mind is going towards like you know, what happens when one of the legs is chronically shorter than the other? And like, what do we do in that situation? Totally. And I'm, you know, I'm reminded of that experience, like we talked about at the beginning, where no matter how hard I'm trying, the us leg is just shrinking and like, right, or like, no matter how hard I'm trying, the you leg of his is just shrinking and like, and I can't control that or the me leg is shrinking and I have no control over myself. Right, right. <laughs> you know, whatever it is, like, I don't know how to fix it. Right. Um, and, and I think that's you know, I think that there's so much more we could talk about that, but that's why I love infinite relating in that, you know, at that point, the relationship shifts, it you know, shift. that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. It yeah. shifts.
1: And I think that is what's nice about having those three essential parts because nobody dies, yeah. you know, when it shifts, like totally. you feel like it, you might feel like it, but even if the us shrinks or changes in a way that isn't compatible it allows you it allows that infinite relationship to transform into something else because yeah. I'm still here and you're still there. Totally. And and we don't have to implode or never speak to each other again. Like this can yeah. actually I think there's this creates that spaciousness for transition and transformation.
0: Yeah. Right. To make those legs like equal again. Whatever yeah. that looks like. And right. we, even if it looks like yeah, we don't talk much anymore and right. we love each other from afar or like with my partner previous to Max, like we almost we really don't interact much except in three ways for a whole year, and now we're super close again. And, like,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: just getting to observe the us evolve. Right. And for me to respond to that, feel my feelings, feel my grief, mm. feel my desire, you know, whatever it is. Um, but sort of, yeah, just keep keep track of those three. It's like, oh, it's been so life-changing. Yeah. You're doing so great. So great. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody. So happy to have you on this ride. Can't wait to hear from you. Keep mm. reaching out. We love... <laughs> We love how how many of you reach out to us, or, yeah. or at least I do. We, no, we appreciate the feedback. It's really yeah. life-giving. Yeah. All right. Till next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Hang out with us more at infiniterelating.love and stay infinite.